you're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Maybe You're Like Me with Alicia Watson. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, and I am so excited to say that we made it to the end of season three. We made it to the end, y'all. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. <sighs> I'm really excited about this. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to finish. I wasn't sure that I could commit to something. I have just been in struggle mode and I've been afraid to even start and finish things. And so the fact that I've finished this podcast and only had like one snafu is inspiring to me and encouraging to me. And it really is an indication of the growth that I've experienced and the healing that I've experienced in this season of rest. And I'm so thankful for it. If it's God's will, I'll be back with season four in just six short weeks. Hang in there, hang in there for me. And um, if within those six weeks you start to miss me, feel free. Go back. Listen to season one, two, three, all over again. Share it with your friends. I hope that even if you listen to it before, it brings you new revelation in this new season that you're in. And um, if you're so inclined, leave a review, send me a message, all those good things. I love to connect with you. As for me, I'm working behind the scenes on things. I'm executing on some of the many, many projects God has placed on my plate. And again, I am so excited. Por ejemplo, I am writing a series of 30-day devotional books. I've been writing these books for a while now. I've finished two of the 10 manuscripts. Yes, 10. I said 10. 10. I was given the assignment of 10 (laughs) different devotional books. They're short writing for me. They're only 30 days each, and I think that I'm having more fun writing them than you'll have reading them, but maybe not. Maybe you'll really enjoy reading them. I'm not sure. I always have some use out of what I write. My book, for example, blesses me, bless me through writing it, and I will reread my own book, crack myself up, because I know my own jokes. I know my own way of writing, and it is really entertaining to me. I am also just very blessed and have great joy that it's entertaining to you too and effective and impactful for you too. So yeah, keep on reading. But yeah, y'all, 10 devotional books. That's the assignment. That's the vision that God gave me for what I'm writing next. I am an author. I call my book my first book because it's clear that it's not going to be my only book. I received that. And so my goal is to get these books, this assignment done and out as soon as possible because I did, full disclosure, get this assignment maybe a year almost two years ago. So yeah, it doesn't overwhelm me to think about it anymore. It actually does excite me. And honestly, as I'm thinking about it, all of my assignments bring me joy. Everything that I've been tasked to do, every vision that I've been given by God actually gives me some excitement. I'm really happy to do the work that I do because I believe I was created to do it. It's only when I get in my head and start to believe that I can't do it. I start to doubt myself. I start to believe Satan's lies or I stop trusting God's sovereignty that the things that I've been tasked to do start to feel like a burden. Otherwise, I'm in my bag when I'm writing, when I'm creating, when I'm strategizing, when I'm connecting, uh, when I'm sharing like here or 
even when I'm being an amateur therapist for people. I just love being in my element. One of my elements is acting. I've mentioned that before. And I remember prior to getting married, prior to having kids, I was in a play and we were doing a rehearsal. It was at a local park. We were in the pavilion or rec center for that park or something. And I just remember us all having come there. We were rehearsing. It was a, an interesting play. I was really enjoying my part. While we're rehearsing, all of a sudden we hear car alarms going off. So of course we all rush out to the parking lot to see whose car it is. And of course it's my car. My lights are flashing. My car alarm is blaring. And upon further inspection, my car window is broken. Somebody saw my gym bag in the back seat and decided to break my windows to see if there was any money in there or anything. So of course they didn't find anything. It was nothing of value, but some old sweaty clothes and some deodorant or whatever. But they had to just see. Everybody around me felt so bad for me. They were like, oh my gosh, do you want to end rehearsal? We can stop here. And I'm like, nope, nope, it's fine. It's fine. I'm good. I'm good. So stopped my alarm, went back in. We kept on practicing and people were just so surprised at my reaction. They were flabbergasted by how I was just not falling apart. I wasn't even trying to take care of it. I wanted to keep doing the thing that brought me such joy. Like acting gave me energy. It gave me endorphins. I was on like a high, uh, a happy high. And I just wanted to finish rehearsal. Like there was nothing in the way of doing that. And at that time, I was so deeply invested in God and in the things of God. I just had a peace wash over me. I was in the midst of doing something that I was called to do, something that I know I had a true talent to do. And even when life was lifing and people were peopling, they couldn't take me off my square, like I mentioned in the last episode. And yeah, we finished rehearsal. I got my car, um, got home, put a plastic bag up to the window, like a garbage bag, duct taped that joint, went to bed. Next morning, got up to go to work, was on the highway. And when I tell you that wind was blowing and the the noise was coming through and I just bust out in tears, like I was so broken down from that. I was young. I was just fresh out of college in my entry level government job. I didn't have no money to fix that car, but it didn't hit me when it happened because I was in my zone and I was at peace and I was covered by the grace of God. My reaction stood out and made people curious. And I'm pretty sure that odd reaction to such a what could have been devastating moment, which turned out to be a devastating moment, really made uh, an impact on them and really imprinted on them. Like there's something different about this woman. And it was, it was this grace of God, this love that I had being in my element, doing what I was created to do, purpose to do. And I was so focused on doing that, that nothing could shake me. And I don't know, I feel like in this season with this season of rest and healing and refocusing, I've kind of gotten back to that space. Hopefully, I don't want to test it. I don't want anything else bad to happen right now so that I can say, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's where I am. But right now I feel good. I feel good. I feel encouraged. I feel excited. And um, I'm riding that wave. So another of my elements is writing. And even another one is a genuine love of the things of God. And so at this point, devotionals are a natural next step to what I need to focus on. And in case you missed it, there is a link in my show notes for a quiz that you can take that provides a download to several free devotionals, like one page, uh, one day devotionals that I wrote based on the answers to that quiz. So if you want to get a preview of some of my writing, you can click there now, take the quiz, download the devotional and, you know, sign up for my email list. 
So I say all that to say that while I'm on break, I will still be working. I'll be getting the ball rolling on season four of the podcast. I'll be making changes in the background for the podcast. And I'll be reading, studying, fasting, and writing. And of course, I'll be doing my business and mothering and wifing. And I also want to get back into acting. So I'm taking steps towards that too. Like I said in the last episode, I've got work to do. For today's episode, though, I want to share a devotional entry from one of my manuscripts. There are prompts at the end, so maybe you can answer those questions now, or maybe you can listen again during your quiet time and really sit with your answers. I can't wait to share the rest of these with you. I've reread some of them. They're really good. They actually have been helpful for me (laughs) while I'm walking as I'm rereading and doing my edits. I'm like, wow, this is really Holy Spirit inspired. Like, I know I'm a good writer, but I love when I'm writing and I know the Spirit is writing through me. I know that some of the things that I write are so perceptive and so impactful. And it's not because of me. It is God using me, being a vessel to write through me, looking at you and your situation and your mind space and using me to answer those questions. And again, I'm humbled and I'm happy to be a vessel. I'm willing to be a vessel for that to take place. So I hope this blesses you today. I pray we continue to grow together on this journey of taking life's lessons and leveling up to look more like Christ. Through my writings, through the podcast, through whatever else you choose to journey with me in doing, whatever it is, I'm thankful that you're here. You really have blessed me by showing up. I see the numbers I get the messages. I feel the love and I'm going to keep going. I hope you will too. Without further ado. If you're like me, you know that there's more to life than what you're experiencing right now. Your hopes and dreams are so real to you that you can almost taste them. You can envision success. You can see yourself achieving your goal. You can see yourself settled into a new life, maybe as a mother as a wife, an artist, a business owner, a stellar employee or community leader. Maybe you can envision a perfect bill of health, lives impacted through your ministry, successful, well-adjusted children, a thriving marriage, or financial independence with a fantastic home and a dope car. Whatever it is, you're passionate about it. You're excited about it. You know it's what God has planned for your future and you know it seemingly, instinctively, like he himself placed that desire deep down into the depths of your heart. You start out on the path toward that thing. You submit the paperwork, you change your eating habits, you enroll in the classes, you go to therapy, you apply for the job, you fix your credit, you practice, you practice, you practice, you get a mentor, you go to the places where there are people who are on the same page. You know what God has promised, you know it is for you. You know what's for you won't pass you by, but you don't know why it's taking so long. I think of Esther in the scenario. She's taken into the palace along with many other beautiful young women to meet the king and possibly become his queen. But first, preparation. The women are required to receive 12 months of beauty treatments before they can be taken in to see the king. See Esther 3.12. With the impulsivity that the king got rid of Vashti, you would think that he would be just as quick to get another queen in position in her place. But none of the women were prepared to just step into position. They needed to undergo 12 months of beauty treatments, training, and care just to sleep with the king and become a concubine. They couldn't just walk into the palace to be in the presence of the king cold off the street. There's a level of refinement and preparation even 
for that. There's a level of elevation that is expected for a woman for the possibility of being queen. Because remember, there can only be one. Listen, God can show you something at 20 that won't happen until you're 40. What he won't show you is every step that it will take to get there. He often doesn't show us what it takes for him to prepare us because if we knew what it would take, we would politely decline and not move forward in faith. We try to find ways to avoid pain, but the pain, the pulling, the stretching, maturing character development, refinement, education, attitude adjustments, healing of trauma so you're not toxic. And yes, even time are necessary for us to be able to handle that position or even our next level on the journey to getting to the position. Time is a construct that does not constrain God. We have to remember that. Time is a construct that does not constrain God. He sits outside of time and is everywhere in time all at once. It's a lot to comprehend, but further emphasizes the overarching theme of the book of Esther. God is always working. God is in control. God is sovereign. God is good all the time. And all the time, I know you said it. Keep believing in faith that the time it's taking and the obstacles you are encountering are preparation for you to be positioned for his purposes. He is working all things together for your good and for his glory. Romans 8, 28. Let's reflect and write. One, have you been patient through the process of preparation? Why or why not? Two, Look up the definition of sovereignty. In what ways has God proven he is sovereign in your life? Three, are you comfortable with God being sovereign over your life? If not, do you feel the need to be in control of things? Why? Four, describe the ways that you are being prepared for your next level. Do you trust and agree with God's methods of preparation? Why or why not? Read more. Romans 8, 28. James 1, 2 through 8. Romans 5, 1 through 5, Galatians 5, 16 through 26. Well, that's all I have for you today and for this season. I'll see you in six weeks. If you're like me, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Alicia Watson. Send a DM. Let's chat. If you know someone who's like us, please share this episode, this season, last season, and the first season with them. Subscribe, rate, and review preferably on Apple Podcasts, but wherever you listen to fine podcasts. And I hope you all have a wonderful week, a wonderful month of August, and I'll see you in September. Okay, bye.